Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Shrek. I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Judas Smile from The Chocolate Invasion. Uh, recorded June to August 2001 at Paisley Park and released on the 28th of August 2001 uh, as part of the MPG Music Club Edition number 7. Um, and then obviously collected later on um, in a slightly different form, but only by four seconds. Uh, on uh, the Chocolate Invasion. And I should say as well, Judas Smile was incorrectly listed as Judas Kiss for a few days, and then they changed the name. Um, I'm not quite sure mm. what took, prompted Prince to do that. Uh, on the track, uh, it is just Prince. Um, you know, there's no real kind of credits, because obviously, you know, Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse, th those albums were really just kind of collections of songs, so some of the uh, performance stuff is a bit hard to track down. In particular, there are some female voices on here, like um, later on in the song, um, so we don't know who they are, but, uh, you know, the only person who's ever credited is Prince on this one. Uh, originally it was 6 minutes 39, but when it turned up on Chocolate Invasion, it was 6.35 with a tiny bit of extra overdubs. So there was a slight difference from the original version that people originally heard in uh, 2001. Um, joining me to talk about today is Spencer Seams. Hello, Spencer. Hello, Darren. Now, in terms of like a genre, uh, I feel fairly safe in saying uh, that this is uh, rap, uh, hip hop. I mean, <laughs> something kind of in that area, uh, kind of like typical early 2000s Prince like rap song, basically. Yeah, it's his interpretation of hip hop. Coincidentally, I don't know why, and this is something that you know we spoke about a little bit before we recorded. But the use of the word "bamboozled" is uh, it has to be you know influenced by the fact that Spike Lee had had a film out the previous year called <laughs> "Bamboozled." Yeah, I don't feel like Prince would have started using that word in a in a song without you know that being put kind of. I, I was about to say in the mainstream, but I don't know that the film Bamboozled was ever in the mainstream. Uh, oh, yeah, um, yeah, that never happened. It never will, probably. <laughs> no. Um, and Prince had contributed a song to um, Bamboozled. Obviously, Prince had done the you know the entire soundtrack for Girl Six. Um, you know, Spike Lee directed the one of the two videos for Money Don't Matter Tonight, which was you know a single from Diamonds and Pearls. I think even Prince was someone who put some money towards Malcolm X in 1992. So, uh, hmm. and more recently, uh, roughly a year ago, uh, as we record this, um, you know, uh, Spike Lee did a, a, f a kind of TV version of his debut film, um, She's Gotta Have It. Uh, and, and and throughout that show, there were tons of Prince references, like literally every episode had at least two or three um, subtle and not so subtle <laughs> Prince references. So the final the final episode finished with like, um, you know, a, a kind of a Thanksgiving party where basically everyone was wearing different purple outfits. They all had little Prince symbols on their, you know, lapels and they did a, a dance routine to Raspberry Beret. <laughs> so, you know, that wasn't particularly subtle. Um and each each episode of that um, show opens with Prince doing the counting from Raspberry Beret. So you know, the, obviously Spike Lee, he, he, when Prince died, you know, he spoke you know quite a bit about how much um, you know he he you know admired Prince and you know wanted to work with him quite a lot and all this kind of you know. So sometimes their their kind of schedules didn't line up. You know, for Bamboozle, Prince only gave like one song to, to the soundtrack. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, I, I gotta say, I don't know that that's particularly down to like Prince. That's not like a judgment on the film. Like you know. Not saying that Prince wouldn't have given more songs, but I just think at this particular time Prince was, you know, very busy, um, you know, so it, it, it's kind of unlikely that he would have had the time to kind of sit down and maybe contribute more songs. But yeah, so you know, there's a, this kind of 
connection between Spike Lee and Prince. Um, and I have to feel that, you know, Prince opening up with a line, you've been bamboozled, hoodwink took. That that just feels like him acknowledging the film bamboozled. <laughs> um, you yeah. know, otherwise I have no idea why Prince would suddenly start using that word. Like, it feels like it has to be, you know, from that kind of collaboration. Yeah, it, it does. It's not a, a, a Prince type uh, word based off like the ones of, the episodes you've uh, I've been on and other songs I've heard, that's not like a yeah. Prince voc- part of Prince vocabulary. It seems a s- strange and out of place for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and I think as well, like you know, the idea that um, yeah, like Prince has certain word, you know, certain phrases and stuff that turn up a lot in songs. You know, uh, going all the way back to um, when does cry, he says dig if you will the picture, and there's at least another dozen songs where he says dig and you know dig in you know like so th- there's certain kind of language that prince kind of used commonly like i said i don't think there's any other song where he <laughs> mentions bamboozled so you know it, it kind of it, it you know considering that we're going to be covering the the song that was actually on bamboozled it felt appropriate to kind of have you here as a guest to kind of talk about this song um you know and i i do like that kind of the opening as well like that chorus you know you've been bamboozled hoodwink took if you thought you could put me down and not get a page in my book uh, you know, you've been bamboozled, hoodwink took, uh, trying to ball, you will fall and never get a second look. Again, this is a common Prince theme, which is, you know, also prevalent in rap, particularly, I would say, of the kind of early 2000s, this kind of boasting, you know, Prince basically saying to everyone, you know, if you think that you are capable of being as good as me or beating me, then you have been bamboozled, hoodwink and took because... You know, he, you know, Prince is, uh, you know, a living genius at this point. Uh, and, you know, if other people are trying to, you know, approach his work, uh, you know, then obviously they feel like they, you know, maybe Prince thinks you fooled yourself if, if that's what, uh, you know, what you're going to be uh, kind of trying to do. But I, like the rest of the song is there's there's little kind of hints as to, um, you know, who Prince likes. Um, this was recorded after Prince had done a gig. Um, with uh, I think Common, Erica Badu, they they get like a shout out later on in the song. Um, I think there's a little kind of you know like I don't know. I always find the kind of Prince boasting songs to be quite interesting um, because you know kind of the way that he um, you know like the kind of things that he attacks like the the you know the the kind of the direction he takes it always feels a little kind of odd. Um, you know I, I and I think the chorus is you know it's it's it, you know it's an, it's, a, it's a good chorus um but then for a lot of the verses i'm kind of <laughs> at some point i'm kind of like mystified as to exactly what prince is trying to tell us um but it just it to me it feels a little bit like just prince boasting over and over again um you know in many different kind of ways which like i said is something that was common to kind of early 2000s rap um you know there's a lot of groups out there that were boasting about being the best or you know all that kind of stuff was very kind of common um you know no pun intended within you know uh, rap in the early 2000s um you know uh, and so i mean i uh, i like it uh it starts out kind of like standard prince and it gets more and more chaotic and bizarre and it's like that like the weird journey it takes like from yeah. the kind of uh you know if you listen to prince you know the beginning is like okay this is prince but then it starts getting more and more strange and i just like the the, the, the progression like in the verses I, I feel like again there's like little bits of kind of um and then this is just before prince's kind of conversion to um you know becoming a jehovah's witness was like kind of public knowledge something that he really kind of only acknowledged with the release of 
um, you know, the Rainbow Children, which came out later in 2001. I think well, I think only a couple of months after this song was out. Um, so there's little bits where he's talking about, you know, um, I brought the light and you believed with every one of my creations. Like so, there's a little bit of kind of like biblical language in there. Um, you know, and he talks about, uh, you know, all your claims must be sold. Walk away with your soul. Uh, you know, again, I mean, this is not this is not like this is new stuff for Prince, but I think it's interesting to put it in a kind of slightly different light when you consider that this was around the time that he converted to being a Jehovah's Witness. So some of the kind of biblical stuff, you know, takes on a slightly different, um, you know, angle. Uh, and but I, you know, I I like the kind of you know, for every soul there's a buyer, for every action there's a price, for every option there's a trier. Uh, but why? But when the claim run out, ain't nothing nice. Uh, you know that's why you've been bamboozled. But the, I, I like the kind of the little asides where he's like, "There's a buyer. How much? Pay, how much you pay for that dude?" Like <laughs> little. I, I I don't know. I, I just kind of like the little asides that are in this song. Um, you know, as he's as he's kind of giving us the verses, he he keeps putting these little interjections in, um, where he where he talks about you know the the day that your love led to revenue, and he's like talking about the money. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like he's like his own hype man, which I, I find quite funny that you know like uh, that Prince Prince would kind of take on this role of of hyping himself, which again feels very Prince like. Um, you know, if anyone is a fan of Prince, it is definitely Prince. Um, you know, and and then when he gets to the bit where he says, you know, then you will you will admit to four part harmony, and then you have, like, on that line you do kind of hear some other voices again, not really identified anywhere. Um, you know, looking into it, I you know, probably a couple of members of his band are probably there, maybe Rhonda Smith, you know, but you can't really tell. But I like that he kind of calls out. You know that he's doing four part harmony in a song by saying about four part harmony. <laughs> um, so there's like a little bit of kind of like meta stuff, uh, which always goes with the kind of Prince boasting. When he posts about stuff, he has a tendency to kind of reference himself a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, uh, he, and yeah, at the end he mentions Common, D'Angelo, Macy Gray, Lee Kravitz, Erica Badu, uh, Patti LaBelle, uh, Larry Graham. Yeah, and it says to brother Curtis, which. Is that? I guess that's Curtis Mayfield. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm guessing that is. It, yeah. Because it would have been at this point a year and a half since Curtis died. And this is uh, this is the first. It's worth saying this is the first stuff that Prince had recorded probably since his death because he hadn't released anything in the year 2000, um, other than you know put, contributing one song to the Bamboozled soundtrack. So this is probably the first time that he's had a chance to kind of mention it in any kind of you know setting. Um, since since his last album didn't come, you know, came out in 1999, um, but yeah, I mean he he'd worked with you know he'd always been a big fan of D'Angelo. He always like he D'Angelo is probably one of those artists that Prince has mentioned at least four or five times in other songs. <laughs> um, he's a big fan of D'Angelo. Obviously, he had a little bit of a kind of a beef with Lenny Kravitz about whether or not rock and roll was alive or dead. Um, you know, Lenny oh, Lenny Kravitz declared it dead, and uh, you know Prince declared it alive. Uh, but Lenny Kravitz appeared with him in 1999 on uh, like a, a special that he did. So you know, obviously they they were friendly. Um, and again, Macy Gray had performed with Prince a few times. Uh, you know, Macy O and Larry Graham were both regulars in his band as well. Um, and I think he he had also there's been a couple of times as well where he mentioned Erica Badu as someone that he admired. Um, I think particularly her debut album, he was kind of very big on. Went like when there were times where people would interview Prince and say, "Who do you like?" And occasionally he would, you know, he he would obviously say a lot of older artists, but occasionally he'd mention mm. a newer artist. And I feel like D'Angelo and Erica Badu were like two of the artists that he's constantly talking about <laughs> throughout most of the <laughs> '90s and 2000s. Like if anyone asked, like yeah. a, you know, a more recent person that he liked, then th that would generally be the people he'd say. 
Um, and you mentioned Common, uh, who has a song on the Bamboozled soundtrack, and uh, Eric Capadu is also on the Bamboozled soundtrack. Yeah, so again, like like I say, it feels like you know Prince's use of the word bamboozled probably has something to do with that. Um, you know, and I'm guessing he probably would have listened to you know most of those other songs on that soundtrack anyway. Um, yeah. You know, there's also some Stevie Wonder Prince. You know, there were a couple of times where Prince, um, yeah. you know, uh, made appearances at Stevie Wonder gigs. Um, you know, so it, and, and Spike loved Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder did the soundtrack to Jungle Fever. Yes, I think that's the only one he did for Spike. I mean, the, <laughs> I at some point I would just love to talk about the song Jungle Fever because it is such a, it's such a great kind <laughs> of like. It literally gives you the plot of the film. It's like, it's like within the <laughs> yeah. within the chorus. It's like it's so great because it's like so succinct and just like oh right, that's what the film is about. Like he literally he literally just gives you it all in the chorus. Uh, it's 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 such a it's such a great kind of and it's such a like it's a really good song, but it's so kind of weird and corny and like um, I don't know. I, I love I love uh, I love Stevie Wonder, but that that like Jungle Fever is such a weird song. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Prince says 1979 times two, maybe a bit for that. Uh, me, your sister, your brother got paid when the man let them up to bat. You know, again, like Prince kind of, I mean, getting a political, but kind of not explicitly political, like kind of, um, you know, talking about why do you want to act the fool? Why wonder why your people disown you? So again, like maybe a little bit kind of discord within, you know, the black community that Prince is kind of talking about here. Um, yeah, something like, and he does mention uh, a much. The, a menstrual show yes which uh it and bamboozled spike lee is kind of uh, hinting that uh, hip-hop is kind of the new menstrual show a little bit yeah which uh i, I see but some people took <laughs> took some real issue with spike <laughs> comparing the two things obviously but yeah, yeah. that also feels like uh, maybe prince looking at hip-hop and potentially seeing like yeah there's some problems here well he does say you know now wait a minute how dare you call a robot mecca which again <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know quite what he's saying there but uh, okay uh and he says you know i knew that smack was jive step step right up to the menstrual show starts in about five minutes confessing these punks uh, everyone claiming no sin act the fool if you wanna but the quickest way out is the way in <laughs> and then he goes back to the um but yeah and in in between the chorus returning he starts to work in the title of the album uh which is you know the chocolate invasion so, and he starts singing you know the chocolate invasion starts here um you know which i mean i love how kind of manic and kind of high-pitched he gets when he starts singing that and whenever i think of this album and you know whenever obviously talking about these different tracks whenever i say the words the chocolate invasion i do want to sing it the way that prince does when he's kind of you know getting it to particularly towards the end of the song where he's like really going kind of a bit manic with like the chocolate invasion starts here um but yeah like in between like when he brings the chorus back one last time he does say um you know the chocolate invasion starts here no matter your color you're still my brother if you got no fear so i mean prince had been critical you know in the in the 80s about rap and how you know it you know the kind of the talents of certain rappers uh, you know weren't the same as you know proper musicians um mm-hmm. I, I think you know there's a couple of songs where he kind of criticized rap and i've you know he turned around on it very quickly you know within a couple of years he had a rapper in his band um <laughs> and since then he has i mean you know from the kind of through the 90s he developed his own um voice that he would use when he rapped um by the time he gets to you know this song he's actually relaxed a little bit more and so the the voice that he puts on as a rapper isn't him doing like a parody of a rapper anymore this is just mm-hmm. prince kind of actually rapping which you know i 
I, th- I think it kind of takes you know a certain amount of growth to be able to you know kind of move away from that early i mean he had a like I, I you know i'm not obviously going to do it but he had a certain voice that he would use for rap in the early 90s where it did seem like he was kind of taking the mickey out of it rather than actually embracing it and uh, you know this song you know i would say it's just a straight rap song you know prince is using it to deliver a message um you know but yeah, again like the mention of the minstrel show the fact that he says bamboozled in here the fact that he mentions a couple of the artists who were also on the bamboozled soundtrack <laughs> like all of this feels like a kind of stealth advert for the film you know like a year after it came out um you know but maybe it was just on prince's mind maybe maybe i don't know maybe spike lee had sent him a copy to watch or something and you know he just happened to have watched it a couple of days before and you know re- recorded a whole song about it um, there isn't. There's an interesting bit in the in the middle where Prince, kind of almost like the bridge, where he talks about, you know, I was never fond of a dumb blonde, which I love that that rhyme. That's just such a great rhyme. Um, you know, you can't swim in the carpool. Um, like again, this is that's something that he did on another song called Chaos and Disorder, where he talked about like how the meanings of certain words had changed. Um, but then he t- he talks about how you know get ready because we're coming through with the old school, and then he has this kind of um, back and forth chant with the whole kind of you know old school old school before it kind of goes into you know the kind of the, the end of the song, um, and I don't know like I think that kind of it's almost like the you know put your hands in the air type kind of res- call and response thing, uh, which again shows that Prince at this point has kind of at least got a grasp on what rap is and how it needs to be delivered, um, you know he's no longer kind of at a distance from the actual you know form. Uh, which I, you know, again, I feel like that's, uh, you know, a step up. You know, like it's, it's taken, it's taken Prince a while to kind of get to the point where, <laughs> instead of being at a distance and kind of taking, you know, making fun of rap all the time whilst rapping, he's now actually just delivering a straight rap song. Um, he also mentions that he's gonna, um, you know, give someone a Bible. Uh, again, you know, like the, <laughs> the kind of religious <laughs> stuff. Uh, although he says, you know, it, you know, it doesn't really make any difference if he's gonna give someone a Bible because it's like. I don't know. It's a weird kind of defeatist thing for someone who basically spent the next couple of years kind of proselytizing and going door to door for him to kind of yeah. almost admit that the Bible's, you know, I don't know, maybe not as good as it needs to be. Or I don't know. It's a, it's a weird little message. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like this song because, like I say, I think it's it's Prince kind of really, um, you know, deliver, like delivering a message in a straight way. He's not. This isn't a parody of a rap song anymore, you know, which is what Prince used to do. This is him just you know actually trying and and you know i feel you know it's a fairly successful rap song um you know and i like the production as well you know like it's uh i, I mean i'm a little bit iffy on some of the kind of late 90s early 2000s prince production i think he went you know i don't know who was kind of his engineer or whatever at the time but i feel like he kind of went down a few dead ends but you know this feels like a kind of fairly well produced song um you know so you know i i enjoy quite a lot of elements about it so i would say for me probably um I don't know, not quite a four out of five, maybe three and a half, but I guess I'd say four out of five, just, you know, to keep it nice and round. I'd go same. It's just a, a good a good Prince song. Yeah. Li- yeah. It's a one I'll go, definitely go back to. And I think as well, you know, for a song that's over six minutes, it doesn't feel too long. Like, you know, there are a few Prince songs where, you know, by minute four of a six minute song, you're like, oh, we've still got a couple of minutes to go. But I think that this kind of breezes, you know, breezes by quite well. That you know, the the changes between, you know, what he starts out singing and the kind of like that middle bit with the call and response and then towards the end, the kind of the, the, the addition of the chocolate invasion starts here. I feel like the song kind of goes through a few different little things that kind of keep it kind of interesting. Um, you know, um, Prince never played this song live, though apparently mm. it was on the initial set list for the 23rd of July, 
um, 2010 gig that he played in Paris, France. Um, <laughs> but he, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if time ran out or whatever, but he, he never got around to actually playing it live. So basically he never played it live. <laughs> um you know and you know part of the song is also quoted um in a kind of remixed form in the song sex me sex me not uh which you know i'll discuss once i actually get to that song because you know i feel there's enough of a difference um you know that it's qualifies as a different song there's been a few songs where prince has just done straight remixes um that song isn't that so but you know i'll discuss that when i get to it um otherwise i feel like we said about as much as we can about uh judah smile so let's go to plugs is there anything you wish to plug spencer i have a podcast called high and low a curse solid podcast uh which all torres former guest on this show who has told me numerous times he doesn't like music and uh he doesn't think he'd be good on here but um if you want to hear me and joel talk about old japanese movies then uh you have to listen i'm not sure when this is coming out but we are wrapping up so and we might be done with Kurosawa and we're switching to Spike Lee next year at some point. It's Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're still going through uh, Kurosawa uh, when this comes out. Uh, we're on Twitter, at High and Low Pod. And, uh, yeah, that's the easiest way to uh, uh, get access to us. Okay, and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Spencer. You're welcome. And otherwise... Goodbye. Taking this throne. Yeah. 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 Yeah.